welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Hebrews, so we're dealing with Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 2, from verse 1. Therefore we must give the more, more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also, oh my God, I like this one. God also, God will always do his part, you know. Situations happen in life, you begin to ask, but where is God? Where, where, God, where were you when all this was happening? God is always working, actually. He was working before you showed up or before we started thinking, started working, and he'll be working after we've stopped thinking and started, we've stopped working. When Jesus came on earth, he said, my father worked. My father is working, so I also work. John chapter 5, verse 17. He said, the, the, whatever the son sees, the, the son does, is what he has seen the father do. But Jesus said, my father has been working until now. He's been working. All right. God has always been working. So it's we who, do, so Jesus said, the reason why I work, why? Put you back on the screen, please. My father has been working until now, and I have been working. I've been working because the father has been working. Or I've been working in alignment with what God is doing. That's why I don't see defeat. So you, you just... Fix your eyes on God and then pick from what he's doing and replicate. That's the clearest and the easiest way of securing victory. You want to secure victory in your marriage? Find, how, find out how God builds marriages. How God serves you. Just look at the way God does and just, just do it. He said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. I'm a stranger on earth. Guide me according to your word. Jesus said, I have to do the works of him who sent me. So verse 4, God also witnessing. Okay. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders and various miracles. You remember I spoke about it with Simeon, with Teras, and with Dunamis. With Dunamis, not just that, and distributions or gifts, or gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. So how does God confirm the message spoken, started, which started to be spoken by Jesus, salvation started to be spoken by Jesus, confirmed by those who heard him? How, God also, how does God also confirm it? With, or say, God also, I like the also bit, I, I have to get over it because it's just getting me. Also, I like it, you know. God also. God also, so God, they, they are doing their part. God also doing his part. Yeah. You want to pass an exam? It's good to pray and believe God. When you pray, God will help you. But that does, that's, not, that's not all. Do your part. Do your part. You want, you want some money? Yeah, you've prayed enough. There are too many prayer warriors who are poor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you should know that by now. Too many prayers who are poor. Because they won't do what brings in the money. 
So then, God, Bible says that God will reward the fruit of your labor. The works of your hands. Mm. Labor. Say labor. Labor. So Bible says God also. So he said, that word God, that also, that word also means that God is not the only one. Also means that something else. God also bearing witness. And before he said God bearing witness, he told us about what others are doing. Before we start making noise about what God should do for us, just show me what you're doing. You know, you can, you, you can overcome, you can defeat poverty. Poverty is a spirit. But you don't only defeat it by prayer. You don't only defeat poverty by prayer. You defeat poverty by also working and giving. There are certain people, they can't sustain a job. Do you know why? Because they are L-A-Z-Y-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
You are too old for that. Bible says that study to show yourself approved. Second Timothy chapter two. That word study is be diligent, 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 diligence. To make life work, it requires diligence. That's why we are pushing for soul winning. Soul winning. You don't. Soul just don't get worn. Someone must take. It's not everybody who will be interested, but it doesn't matter. Some must be diligent to arise to the course of the master's job. Nothing is life is in life is easy. Nothing valuable in life. Don't you agree with me? Yeah. So it's, it's very important. Say diligence. Yeah. Hard work does not break bones. I will say God also. That's what I'm talking about. That is the whole message on this. Oh God also. You want to have a good marriage? But you invest into your marriage. You are not looking out for the interests of your spouse. If they've been trying to signal to you that this thing matters to me, you are turning a blind eye or deaf ear to it. You're expecting, you want, and they ever live happily after because a bishop prayed for your marriage, forget it. Some of you have parents who were not in church, but they are, they've been married for a very long time. Their marriage has been okay, at least managing it. So good marriage is made in heaven by its process on earth. Sometimes there are elements of satanic influences. Those are easy to deal with. But, uh, you know, God took a few days to remove them from Egypt. But to get them to Canaan land, 40 years. So the problem has not been spiritual. Uh, deliverance has never been the problem. It's lack of diligence. Your marriage must work. You understand that? God also bearing them witness with, uh, with, with uh, Simeon, Teras, and Dunamis. And the distribution, the gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Verse 5, that's where the message starts. Verse 5, for we have not, what was it? Okay, let me just read from my, my Bible. Verse 5. For he has not. Verse 5 says that. For he, talking about God, okay, that he there is God. For God has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels. God has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels. Angels don't qualify to stand where we stand. They can't live for us. They don't have human life. They don't have what it takes to stand on our behalf. They don't have what it takes. Angels. So he says that the world to come was not created for, uh, uh, this world we are talking about, the full, full control has not been put in subjection to angels. So, for he has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels. Yeah, they are very powerful. Please, get that right. Angels are very powerful beings. Supernatural beings. Supernatural beings. They, 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 demons can't stand them. See, the Bible said they are light. They are fire. Flaming fire. And they, they move with speed super. They, they move faster than the speed of light. Angels. So an angel can be here, and within a moment, it's already in space. Or wherever. Angels. That, that's how fast they move. And they are super. But it says that the worlds to come have not been put in subjection to angels. Okay? And, but 
One testifies in a certain place, saying, now this one testifies in a certain place, is just quoting. Have you noticed that the writer of Hebrews is always quoting from the, the scriptures, the Old Testament? Then he quotes Psalm 8, okay? Then he quotes Psalm 8. He says that, said one, what is man that you are mindful of him? Let's go to Psalm 8. We'll come back quickly. Please jump to Psalm 8. Psalm 8, verse 1. O Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Verse 3, that's the most important one. It says that, when I consider your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon, the, the, moon, the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you should visit him. For you have made him a little lower than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have you've, you've made him to have dominion. Watch this. Take note of that. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. Say all things. All things. Don't forget about that. How many things have God put under man's feet? How many things? Are all things under your feet? Yes. Oh. Are all things. <laughs> you have put, that's how you created man. You put, and you have put all things under his feet. And so, when you read Genesis chapter, I can put it on the screen, Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, he said, and God said, let us make man in our own image and our own likeness, according to our own likeness, our image and our, our likeness. Let them, let them have dominion. Okay, before God made man, he had dominion, authority in mind. He created somebody through whom God himself can exercise his, so he, he can kind of be a, 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 a representative of God's authority on earth. God created everything, and he, he said, now that we finish everything, now let us make man. So God spoke, had a conference within himself. And he said, let us make man in our own image and our, uh, in, our, in our own likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and, birds, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Let us make man for that purpose. So they, so they will have dominion. We make man in our image and let him have dominion over everything we have made. Have made. Verse 28. Verse 1 of Genesis. The verse 20 says, Then God blessed man and said, Be fruitful and, mul and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue. See, see your word? Subdue it. Bring it under control. So when we were, this is what is called the dominion mandate. When we were created, God gave us the mandate to be in charge. But all of you who understand with me and the writer of Hebrews that um, <laughs> someone is even not in charge of his head. A man was created to be in charge. So what went wrong? So the, the psalmist, Psalm 8, he says that, verse 3, Psalm 8, verse 3, he says, when I look at the mountains, when I look at the, 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 the heavens and the works of your fingers, you did this, God, you blow my mind. You blow my mind. People travel from, to different places just to go and, See things, nature, beautiful nature. He said, they look at it, he said, man. So he says, when I look at the mountain, when I look at the heavens expanse, just look at the heavens, wondering, what 
<laughs> and then children notice early when they are growing is the heavens and the trees. And they, uh, for some reason, they begin to, uh, some of you still, adults still do that, but uh, it depends on how much time you've got on your hands. Begin to look at the clouds and create images, fictional images with the clouds. Even children like that, but then adults too, sometimes, they, depending on how much time you've got on your mind. Maybe sometimes, sometimes just to uh, ease tension, you just stand in the skies and, oh, you can see a monkey, oh, I can see a moon, I can see, I can see a finger. Oh, look at the finger, it's pointing to another, look at that. You see things that no one sees, seems to see, it, but it's interesting. But when I look at the heavens and I look at the ways of your mind, you have done so much, this, but what is man, the problem is that, why should such a God so high be thinking about you so low? You shouldn't be put into his plans. You, you are too insignificant. You are too insignificant. You see, for, let me tell you, most of us, the government knows about us as number on the statistics. Actually, the bank doesn't even know your address. They don't know who you are. They just know a number, your address, and a name. That's all bad. They, you, they, they can walk by whoever the bank manager or the chief can walk by. He doesn't even know you. I, am I speaking? Some of sometimes even the companies we work with, the chief executives don't know you. But watch this. Watch this. But God, the chief executive of the entire universe, took time to know. So the service said, No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. This is too much. Look at what you. Look at who you are. What is man that you are so mindful of him? Because you created man a little lower than angel. That word, that phrase, a little lower than angel, what does it mean? It means that in our humanity, everything is in our control. But in our human humanity, our flesh, we have restriction. That you have made him a little lower than angel when it comes to precision and power and things that they can do. And yet, you are so mindful of him. You should, we, our status is very high. Now, think about it. And watch this. And Bible is saying that you, you have, it is not to angels. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 5. He has, put, uh, has, he has not put the world to come. Uh, for he has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjected, subjection to angels. It's not to angels he has put the world in subjection. I get it. It's not to angels. Say not to angels. But to man. So now let's go, it says connecting Psalm 8 now. So verse, let's go to verse 6. Verse 6 says that, um, but one testifies, Psalm 8, talking about one, it's quoted from Psalm 8. Psalm testifies one place. What is man that you have so much? Did you see this text earlier on? What is man that you are so mindful of him? Or the son of man that you take care of him? What is man? Watch this. So this is all Psalm 8. Okay, I've explained already. Verse, verse 7, verse 7. You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory, with honor, and set, set him over the works of your hands. Yes. The chief executive, they had a big board meeting, and then he sends to your office. They say, oh, the chief executive wants to call you. He's going on leave. He wants you to put it. Well, the chief executive goes for um, one or two months sabbatical. That cannot be. So that's the, what, what is man that you're so, you, you put him in charge over your works. That's serious. Listen, there's a lot invested in you. Yes. God has a lot in you. That's why human beings are the highest of all creatures. Don't compare human beings to dogs. Excuse me. Yeah. But you see, human beings, if we are left to ourselves, we can stretch things to irrational conclusions and irrational um, extents. Human beings are all like that. We, we are very extreme 
That's why we need guidance. Haven't you noticed that every time there's no book guiding people, yes. the book, yes. people who don't live themselves by the book, their life by the books, can be very extreme. They can be decent, but extreme in all kinds of things. All right, let me go back to Hebrews. Is someone learning something at all? Yeah, that's, that's, this is interesting. I'm enjoying the teaching anyway. So you might as well enjoy it because uh, I'm just enjoying it. God created everything and put it under man. Okay, so verse 8, verse 8 again of Hebrews chapter 2. You have put all things in subjection. Okay, you have, you have put all things in subjection under his feet. Now, God, when God created man, he gave man authority. Say authority. authority. Now, that authority he gave us was a derived authority. What does that mean? The derived authority is that you, you, it's an authority that operates under authority. Right, so God says that, take me in control, but make sure you stay under my authority. And man broke that authority, so we lost control. That's where everything started. That's where the problem started. We, the things we are created to be in control are now controlling us. To be in control of, are now controlling us. Because the Bible says when God finished, he said everything was good. Everything, can you just look at your life and say everything has been good and everything is good? Right, I will show you. So man lost control because we undermined the authority or we, we, we broke the, 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 uh, the we, we, because we, we failed to stay in, in subjection, we lost control. Before we stay, because we, we, we failed to be under control, we lost control. That's what happened to man. Hmm. When we accept dominion, we can, we can exercise dominion. But, so now, listen to this. This is a whole group. Um, God has created men. And we are here. We are supposed to be in control. And we've lost, we've lost control. The things we are supposed to be in control. Do you know what? Haven't you noticed that that's why man, because that's how we are created, we always want to be in control anyway. We are trying, but it's, not, it's still not working. Sometimes we, we create all kinds of things. Haven't you realized that man has not stopped wanting to be in control? We go under the sea to take control, search. We go to the moon. We are trying to go everywhere. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's a sign that we actually crave to have control. So some of us have taken it into our marriages. You marry this beautiful woman or be, uh, one handsome husband. You're just trying to control this man's life. You are, they call freak. Even if they want to drink water, they have to ask for your permission. There are some people, they will not let, their children can't do what their children want to do. In other words, children are not supposed to just do what they were supposed to do. But if your child is growing, even, no, even at home, some, some mother, what I like is what my child must like. I like green shoes and my children must only wear green shoes. It's in, it's in us all, but it varies depending on where you are and what stage you are in life. Some people control their men. If you, are, if you enter into a relationship with her, you are in trouble. You will never have your peace of mind. Every day, let me see your phone. Who have you called? What have you done? Where are you? What have you uh, Some people, if you marry their daughter, hey. <laughs> or if you marry their son, sisters. When you're going to marry a man, check which woman is behind that man, her, his mother. 
your mother alone. But pray, God will help you. This is where prayer can come. Then God also will do his bit. Okay, God also. Because if she's a good woman, if she's a good woman, you know, believe God that God will give you, that both of you can have control, then give you favor before your in-laws. Because if you don't have favor before your in-laws, it's no good. Listen, don't try to destabilize issues with your in-laws. It's not worth it. Because they are son, they are sister, they are brother. Yeah, but it's your wife, but it's their house, they are sister. So control, say control. control. But the, verse 8 is a very strong one. It says that, but we do not see what she said. Verse 8, the last bit of verse 8 says, but we do not yet see all things put under him. But what do we see? Look at verse 9. <laughs> What do you see? We see Jesus. What do you see? We see Jesus. What do you see? Jesus. Yet things have not been under control, but there's a place that things have been brought under control. Now we see Jesus. Who, who, watch this. Who was made also? Okay, he too. He was made, he was brought into the sphere of man, the restriction of man, because our, our, our domain, we are lower than angels. So he also was made like that. Originally, he's higher. But he had to come take the form of humanity to adapt the position of being lower than angels. He was who was made, who was made a little lower than angels. Why? 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 I, can't, I felt like touching the, this message, the orgasm, the holy orgasm of the cross. Wow. Or oh, the holy anguish of the cross. The holy anguish of the cross. Now watch this. He said, what do we see? What do we see? What do we see? What do we see? But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the fatalist preaching, for the suffering of death. Why was he made a little? So that he can die, because if he's not lower, he can die. If he doesn't come into our state, why? Because of sin, death entered. I'm coming. This is, I'm telling you, death entered. We were created to be in dominion, but death crept in. When we talk about death, most of you, what you think about is funeral. Most of us, when we hear death, what we think about is the end of everything. No, I'm not talking about funeral. We're not talking about, most of us, when we, when we hear death, what we hear is, what we think about is end of life. What we think about is funeral. Life has ended. No, death in this verse is not talking about funeral. It's not talking about end of life. God told Adam and Eve, the day you eat this, you die. The day you disobey me, you will die. After eating, did you see them all in death? It's not recorded. They actually, they actually now realize, oh, I need some designer wear. <laughs> I need some designer wear. I need to go do some shopping, man. The dead man, yes, death entered. When we talk about death here, we are talking about hopelessness. When we talk about death here, we are talking about despair. When we talk about death here, we are talking about diseases. When we talk about death here, we are talking about anxiety, fear, depression, foreboding, barrenness, frustration, defeat and worry. Death manifests in all these ways. So people are in life, they are, they are coming. So two things, we try to control the life around us. But we are not even able to do it. But the worst is the life inside. You despair. It's, it's a sign of death creeping. The last show, the end of story, the final show is the funeral. That's what means that now death has come to its climax, the final show. 
But before then, people go through death in sin. Barrenness, hopelessness, frustration, anxiety. You know, it was a, it's all kinds of forms in forms of death, manifestations of the word death there. So now that's, that's what, instead of, oh, watch this, instead of be, us being in control, instead of it created us to be in control, what we do, we see, we, we, we see death, we are not in subjection of everything that is how it's supposed to be, and we rather see death. But it says for those of us in Christ, it's not only death, but, but watch this. Can I, can I write this quickly? Quickly. Because I need to take you to Revelations. Revelation chapter 5 from verse 1 talks about how I saw heaven and the angels were worshiping. I saw heaven. Beautiful. I saw angels. Myriads of angels. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of angels. He said in verse 1, Revelation 5, I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a scroll written inside and on the, on the back, a seal with seven seals. It's a seal. Something is sealed. So I scroll and a seal on it. So it. Verse 2. Look at it. Verse 2. And, I, and then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scrolls and to lose the seals? These things must be loosed. This thing called death that has crept in and has blocked people. We are not able to fulfill our destiny. Someone must deliver us from this. Someone must do something about this situation. Because in Romans chapter, chapter 8 verse 20, it says that for creation, creation itself was subjected to futility. For creation was subjected to what? Futility. Not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in the hope. So Adam, that disobedience, subjected the entire creation to futility. That is why life has always been like one, one problem after the other. You never get finish getting everything in control. One thing after the other. The entire life, everything has been subjected to futility. So even creation is crying. Creation is crying. And we want who is worthy to be able to break the seal. Who is able to break the seal? And then, so in Revelations, he said, chapter 2, chapter 5, verse 2, he said, and I saw, he was at the, the throne, the seal was, uh, the scroll was there with the seal. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming, who is worthy to open the scroll and to lose the verse 3? Verse 3, look at this, look at this. And no one, no one, somebody shout no one. Someone shout no one. No one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll. Not even angels or to look at it. Not even angels, no human beings, because there's a problem here. Something needs to be solved. Something needs to be done. Death has taken over. There's a problem here. No one. So go to verse 3, verse 4. He said, I wept. And so I wept much. Why? Because there's no one found worthy to open, the, uh, open and read the scrolls to look at it. Then, verse 5, but one of the elders said to me, do not we behold the lion. Amen. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has, preva has prevailed. Remember that word prevailed, okay? Has prevailed to open the scrolls and to lose it. What do we see? Jesus. What do we see? We see Jesus. What do we see? What do we, I can't hear, what do we see? Jesus. I can't hear, what do we see? Jesus. He said, don't cry, solution has come. The lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Shout hallelujah. 
He said, then I looked. I looked. He was looking for the lion. <laughs> Verse 6. He said, then I look. Where is this lion? And then I look, and behold, in the midst of the throne, and the four, the four living creatures, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb. Mine? But you're talking about the lion. Yes, he's a lamb. He's a lion, but he's a lamb. And he's still bleeding. Eternal fresh bleeding. Since he was, he was um, crucified, he still, he said, as though it had just been slain. Lamb stood in a, as though it has just it had been slain. So it's like it, it's just you, 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 when you kill a lamb, the way it bleeds. I saw a lamb bleeding like it has been killed. Who do we see? Jesus. What do we see? Jesus. That's that's where it's going to lead me to my orgasm of the cross. The, in the other words, the centrality of the cross. Do you know why he came? We saw it in verse nine. Hebrews chapter 2, put it back on the screen. We saw it. He says that, but we see Jesus, who has been made little lower than angels, for the soft, for the soft, he came to suffer death, okay, crowned with honor, glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might take, watch this, might test death for everyone. <laughs> you didn't get it. He did it for us. He might test death for every one of us. Everyone, everyone, and I'm going to take my time to explain the everyone, the everyone. He says, death, there's no solution. Who is ready to break the soul? But I see Jesus. I see the lamb, the lion of the tribe of Judah, who has prevailed. He died. At, oh, this Hebrews chapter 2 is loaded. I'm going to show you the four purposes of the death of Jesus Christ. He came, the reason why he came on earth, watch this. The reason, the, the reason why Jesus came on earth is come and die. He said he was made lower than the angels. Put it back on this, please. Help me. I need to finish with you. He was made lower than angels. That means that he was made a human being. Okay. Why? For the suffering of death. So everything ends on the cross. Everything Jesus came. It's pointing to the cross. Everything ended on the cross. The cross. The cross. That is where the seals were broken. He defeated the power of death. So then, the, the writer of Colossians said, Christ in shoe. <laughs> oh, Somebody shout hallelujah. Who do we see? Jesus. 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 We don't see everything in subjection, but there's one thing we see. There's one thing we see. You may not see the things the way it must be, it must be yet, but there's one thing you see. The hope of glory. We see Jesus because he has prevailed. He has prevailed. He has overcome. That's why I like the song. Hallelujah. Jesus, you have overcome. Did you receive something I told you today? Why don't you just bless God? Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.